Krom. You are listening to Bourbon and Barbarians, an actual play recording presented by the Cromcast. I assume you're not waking up at any certain time, so by the time you roll around in the morning, it's mid-morning, you've got a little bit of a, like dragon's breath. It's maybe a little bit too much pipe smoke and too many of those 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 liquor shots. Uh but you're you're none the worse for wear. In fact, you're you're more sore than than with headache. What? We got we got crunk. What? <laughs> okay. uh, I'm gonna go find some water and go get a drink. Yeah, there's a couple other guys in the common room here that are that are travelers that seem to be sleeping one off, similar to y'all. But but mostly this this common room is is deserted by the time you guys are up. Yeah, I, I pray to uh, Perun. Okay, just there in the room. Just there in the room. Okay. Um, uh, ask the Thunderer for guidance and uh, and his hand in in healing our ills. Okay. In other words, I'm gonna get my cure spells on. Gotcha. So you look to the eastern skies. There's the 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 forge is is high in the. High in the eastern skies, the sun, and you you offer up a prayer to Perun, and you know that light radiates in from the window, and seems to bathe the party in it. That was my chant. You're welcome for that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel like it's got to be more high pitched. I'm looking for. Them. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> that was closer to it. <laughs> uh, is it a? D6? Can I ask sort of an an out of turn question, Luke? Uh, sure. You can you just, can ask any question. No, just a, like out of curiosity. Yeah. Is Svarog the father to Perun and Valus? Yeah. Okay, and they're brothers. That's right. That's right. One's a trickster, and one is the the god, the the arbiter, and the the, the god of the forge. And Payrune has two children, Yarillo and Marzana. That that is correct. You're you're searching your mind for for bits of Kalish lore, and and those names come up as as lesser gods here in these northern lands. Do you have this, Mike? Uh, maybe. I think so. Five. Gotta bring it up. Why are you Why are you asking? I really like mythology, and I like that Luke has created his own, and I wanted to know more about it. Oh, it's actually, it's it's actually it's grounded in like, in in uh, in real world stuff. If you were to search I, around, 
I'm I'm picking up bits of uh, Nordic mythology. Yep. And some Russian mythology, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Is this? Did you just pick all this up through through the role playing, or is this? In, do you have a sheet somewhere with all of it, John? Uh, he printed it, or he sent it out to, yeah. to us. Yeah, there should be something. Dropbox? There's a Dropbox folder. Yeah. yeah. Are okay. you? Do you? Are you in the Dropbox folder? Are you? A part yeah, of I am. Okay. I was just. I didn't see anything that stuck out. It's as, like the, the. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Campaign yep. Okay, uh, John. What? What's Got your? What are your hit points at right now? I'm at twenty three. What's your max? Twenty seven. Okay, you're back to full. Woohoo! And nice. and Alois, I'll get you the next day. That's cool. And I was able to get myself back to full today. Cool, cool. So mid morning, prayers are offered, uh, blessings are bestowed upon uh, on on these traveling adventurers. And where to now? It's mid morning, so the keep is 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 bustling with activity. Bustle. Talk to the cops, yo. <laughs> So I think I have a map of the keep that I handed out to you guys at one point, and I'm going to give it back to you so you can sort of look at it. it. Oh, maybe you have I it think in I here. Have it. Yeah, I've got it. Cool. Whoop, whoop. Do you guys have the map of the keep there in the Dropbox folder, or do I need to PDF it and send it to you? It's uh, called 201-60221 underscore 180812. <laughs> rename it to Map, oh. map of the Keep. <laughs> yeah, somebody rename that. Ain't no party like a Borderland party. Map of the Keep. Yeah. It's all done, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac Hayes just entered the room. Isaac Hayes, ladies and gentlemen. Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes. Just entered the tavern. <laughs> okay, so mid-morning, you guys are up and about. You 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 stumble out into the light, you know, uh, of of the of the insides of the keep. Uh, the tavern is right near where the uh, where the travelers inn is. Uh, but at this point, you guys can can meander around, or if you're looking for one certain person, you could probably find them. Uh, all of those things could could happen. So I don't have a key to this map. I just have the map. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. What, what number is the Traveler's Inn? The say? Traveler's Inn is 14. Okay. Good point. Good point. Where would you like to go? Well, we I think we're going to talk to the captain, right? The um, Bosch. Bosch. Okay, so yeah, the last time, you guys, I think, ran into him just along the walls. Uh, but you can find him at the entry yard, number three. Okay. Yeah, so so you guys are going back towards the main entrance where Hans and Franz, or Johan and Franz, are, <laughs> are holding down the main gates. Uh, and in that, in that vicinity is where Bosch's, like, uh, check station is. So he has his own little, like... Like booth, uh, and so you guys meander up, and he says, "Oh, uh, yes, yes. Uh, I heard you boys had some excitement." That's putting it mildly. Mildly. 
He said, well, can we dump the ears just in front of him and be like, yes, we did. <laughs> yeah, with that, he's like, oh, uh, I, I think you need to talk with uh, Captain Captain Yurka. Uh, and, and he gives you directions to, uh, on your maps, what would be number 12. Okay. Which is the watchtower sort of further along the line. Uh, okay. But that is... Like one of the main uh, stronghold points where uh, many of the soldiers are housed, and so you guys are able to like just quickly walk down. He said, "Yes, come with me." And so he leads you down, and you meet up with with uh, with Furka, uh, or I'm sorry, not Furka, but uh, but uh, Captain Yurka Casimir is his name, and he is uh, stone faced. Uh, Tall and well built. He's solid. He's he's like a brick shit house. This guy. Uh, he says, uh, "Are these the the men that returned from the hills, uh, Bosch?" And Bosch says, "Yes, yes." And and he says, "Men, I introduce you to the captain of the watch here. And with this, I'll go about my duties." And so Bosch takes takes off back to his little guardhouse. Hello, sir. <laughs> he says. He says. <laughs> Uh, greetings, adventurers. I, I, from what I've gathered, you've lost one of your own. I heard a number of stories from the men that were at the tavern last night, but it seems like you did well against these, these creatures. But uh, I would love to hear what you actually found in your your traveling over the hills. We have are, found are, death in your hills. Are we just standing around, or is he like at a desk or something? He is. He is at a desk. Like you guys come into that uh that portion of the fort and it's it's built into the wall but within that there is a desk this guy is clearly busy he's he is straight army through and through he's got a very nice orderly desk but there's a lot of various papers and scrolls that are rolled up and there's even like an in an inbox and an outbox <laughs> that kind of thing where he has various <laughs> scrolls that are ready to rock and roll so this guy is upper level management of the of the doings of the the military portion of the keep just gonna gonna go back to the old one and and, uh grab a fistful of ears out of the bag and be like we got these okay uh so you uh like unceremoniously seems too nice i thought about just dumping them but but i don't want to get in trouble okay that yeah that would probably that would probably be bad so to so so (laughs) you're you're having a little bit of what's the right word like uh like candor here in in presenting these these ears that you've cut off of monsters, <laughs> and so you show them. He says, "Oh, uh, I see." He says, "Just uh, please, just lay them out here." Oh, okay. I'll lay them out then. Okay. So I'll these <laughs> these are from the kobolds, right? Yeah, we uh, didn't. We also we 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 also killed some bugbears and some gnolls, but we didn't. Uh, I think we didn't we, manage to ear them because we were set apart by an ogre. Yeah, we we did ear one of the bigger kobolds, like the mini boss guy. Right, right. Uh, he so so uh, Casimir. He looks at you and he says, "Do you have do you have evidence of this? Of the bugbears he's discussing, or the, he's asking, he's inquiring about? O- only our word, which oh. is which is as good as our sword." Ooh, uh, he says, "Well." Let's see here, and he's he's doing like a little bit of counting with these with these ears. Does he have an abacus? No. 
Should have grabbed some off those gnolls on the way back now. I don't know if you guys have a kill count, but I've got it at about a dozen, right? We, I did not do a kill count. Okay. Did you guys? No. No. Are we supposed to do that? No. Uh, no. But not necessarily. We're going to say there was a, a dozen. Uh, and so with that, he'll give you a gold piece apiece. So you get 12. He, he you know, oh, opens up a desk and pulls out 12 gold pieces and, you know, counts out five, five, and two. And he said, "This will this will cover the uh, the bounty that we have on on the go- on the kobolds." Uh, Fair enough. And and he says, "Please tell me where did you where did you slay these creatures at?" In a dirty cave where they pooped and bred and lived. He said, "That's that is the way of these kobolds, but I need a little bit more information than that. Where exactly?" Sure. I'm Gustav looking. here, my friend, has a map. Um. Let him find it amongst his papers. <laughs> I have to sort through my papers. It's in my documents. Perhaps perhaps in my bag of holding. I gotcha. You do have a uh, you ha- do have a nice map that you put together. Yeah. I really hope that where the ogre is, there's just a big scary face drawn. <laughs> just uh just a skull and crossbones. That's that is your map that you have. You can mm-hmm. take it okay. and hold on to it. Uh, yep. So uh, we journeyed to the the northeast along the road, and then uh, not quite to the broken bridge. Right, we we went up north into the forest, uh, into the hills. Uh, and so with this, Casimir is is nodding like in agreement that yeah yeah he's we we routinely send scouting groups up to the chasm. He says where you're talking about the the broken bridge. And and how far did you did you venture out into the to the to the foothills of the mountains to the north? Um, well, not far. Yeah, you know from just like you were leaving the horse and it was less than about an hour's walk in to to the cave so it's it's short it's it's just obscurity you kind of have to know where to get off the road yeah so you're able to explain that to him uh and he says okay this is this is good information uh what can you tell me of the monsters that you encountered yotas (laughs) they're mean (laughs) they're not nice and we, there were several <laughs> ones that were in sort of a hive that we attacked, and we took care of them pretty quickly. But it was just all of a sudden there was this ogre. And even though we had had great success against the smaller mongrels, this ogre took our friend and tore him in two. He is in twain. He says, uh, you lost one of your men. This, is, this I heard. Uh, who was your, your companion that fell? His name was Faldar. He was a dwarf seeking his fortune in these hills. <laughs> he said, uh, Casimir says, I've, I've heard tell from the occasional uh, dwarven merchant that comes through that, that there once was lucrative mining in, in these mountains. Um. I'm I'm trying to I'm watching this guy's face trying uh-huh. to trying to glean what his intentions are. Okay. 
Is there, I don't know if there's a mechanic for this in this old version of D&D. Well, so you're watching him, uh, and I guess what you can tell outright is that he is keenly interested in every word you all have to say. He's interested in numbers, he's interested in types, and so when you discuss like the, the practical aspects of where this cave these caves are, he's like tracking it and he's okay. even like jotting down notes. When you mention the kobolds, he's clearly wrote down like twelve kobolds killed, like that kind of thing. He's he's keeping records of this and you can tell he's you're watching his every his word and, and every little bit of motion that he makes, he's doing the same thing with whomever happens to be talking to him. He's trying to get as much information out of you guys as possible. I say there's there are rumors of uh, veins of mithril in those mines. He said that's 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 what I that's what I hear. I, we've never put any stock in it because there are no uh, active mines or, or or people interested in mining these these uh, these foothills for as long as as long as I know uh, history goes back at the keep. But 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 who's to say the keep itself is is decades old, but. St- People have been here in the Northlands for centuries. And when, if, and when he says peoples, he means like all of the the fair folk. So so humans, elves, dwarves, whatnot. Okay. Um, kind of moving. Sorry, uh, backtracking a bit. Um, we, the, the bugbears and gnolls that we killed seemed well outfitted with with more than just your typical flip napped stone-headed spear. They had things that, that look like they may have come to the keep, uh, and I kind of motioned to uh, what Furka has. We pulled these these javelins off of them. And uh, even more worrisome is on the way back from the foothills, and I, I indicate on the map where it was, uh, we killed some gnolls that were much closer to town than anything else we've encountered. So Casimir then looks at, at you, Alois, and Furka, and says... You did not buy these javelins here uh, within the confines of the keep. No, and no, we we looted them. These are okay. these are off dead uh, monsters. Okay, <laughs> you guys you guys aren't weaponed up. Like you're not like carrying no. full full stuff. He says uh, that's that's very interesting indeed. And he's he's scribbling another cup a couple couple notes. Uh, with that, he. Let's a let's a short whistle, and a runner comes in, and he, he quickly puts something on a scroll, and uh, can I spot what he's writing? Uh, if not, it's fine. Yeah, I, you you can't see. He's okay. he's he's canny enough. He's tri- he's, he's trick enough. Hand. He put his hand yeah, over it. He's oh, I mean he's that he's, is foolproof. <laughs> <laughs> he scribbles and uh, whistles for a runner. And and quickly hands a scroll and it's just like everyday kind of occurrence. It's not like he's making a big deal of it. It's just that he's like fielding an email while he's talking to a couple people <laughs> in the room with him. That kind of okay. thing. I uh, I will I'll say okay. Here's here's the thing. <laughs> we are more than willing to go in there again and cl- clear out these monsters, but we've lost our uh, bankroll. Right. Well. So. So, yep. we will go back, but we'll need some funding. We'll do scouting. We'll map these, these things out. We'll kill monsters, but we need some, some uh, gold. And 
We'll provide information to you. You provide gold to us and support if we need it. And uh, I think we'll have a pretty great relationship. <laughs> uh, Casimir is listening, and he and he he waits for you to finish. And he said, "Well, uh, I am interested in these caves that you've that you've discovered. These these caves of chaos. Uh, how much were you expecting from from such a find?" Really, we discovered them in the same way that Christopher Columbus discovered America. Right? I mean, there there this are intelligent. <laughs> yeah, I explained that to him. Uh, and then <laughs> he said, "He said, well, he said that's you know, with with my men, we're attentive to to roving bands of of uh, these monstrous folk coming down to the Southlands. We're keeping things at bay here, and the the position of the keep is such that it's." a good blocking point for anything that might come down out of the mountains. He said, with my men, we go up regularly to the chasm and we patrol the foothills, but we don't, we tend to not delve into the forests. It's a, it's an issue of manpower. Like I can't afford to start sending lots of scouting troops into the mountains as well as keeping the base fully, uh, staffed and ready to to defend also if that makes sense it does make sense but we we will go in place of your men that's four men that you can keep here guarding the keep uh in return all we ask is perhaps some aid uh in terms of buying equipment supplies outfitting ourselves for these expeditions we will pass on whatever maps we make whatever information we glean um, but there is one small matter that we might need some assistance with. Okay. Well, uh, I'm, I'm th- does that, th- will we still get the bounty on top of all of that? Or are we just, we're, we're negotiating like, right for a kill we bring back or. So Casimir says, I, I appreciate your offer and I'll be honest, having, uh, four men in my employ that, I'll be honest, if you're not my soldier, so if you were to to meet the same fate as your companion, that would not decrease the the overall efficiency or the the the, the goings on here of the keep. So I'm uh, I find this plan attractive. Uh, I think at this matter, it's at this point, it's a it's a matter of us coming to terms. So, what do you guys think? What should we ask for? Fifty percent discount on all items. <laughs> what was some, your some magic potions? Casimir that says, nice. "What was your what was your final matter of discussion?" Oh, uh, there's a uh, monster of minimal importance that we need some manpower and weaponry to uh, assist us in killing for revenge. Hmm. What 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 kind of creature is this? It's not kobolds, I take it. Uh, an ogre. Okay. Uh, I heard that term used, but or how do you how do you know this was an ogre? <laughs> I mean, you we can give a drat. Th- I'm not an ogre taxonomist. <laughs> you you got me. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, For guys. Go ahead. Too, we watched it happen. It punched this guy here, the the priest of Perun. Are you going to doubt the word of a, a man of God? I, I smile and all my broken teeth are there. <laughs> I spit He's, one on the floor. <laughs> with those descriptions, you know, you guys just don't have evidence of this. And this guy's wanting to know 
he's being attentive to make sure you guys aren't pulling his leg. He's not sure. gonna he's not gonna start like just opening up his money bag and and dropping out coin all over y'all. Um, he's wanting information, and so is, with oh I'm sorry, is he willing to go on a scouting run with us? Uh, Casimir says, I no, I okay. I cannot, but uh, but I'm I'm willing to consider a a small uh a small band of my men accompanying you but that might be hasty at the moment let's let's talk further he said this is what i can say uh i've been interested in these caves of chaos for some time i've i've heard their their terms you know used over the years but we've not ever rooted out this source of the of the monsters uh kobolds are at this cave as well as what other creatures an ogre you say what an else? ogre it's the ogre seems to be separate from the main goblinoid and orc force right um it's near the cave that we described okay. near that location I'll, I'll point it out if there's a map anywhere nearby i'll mm-hmm. point out the relative location of it okay and he says you mentioned orcs uh did you kill any orcs we haven't actually seen any orcs yet have we no, no, but no Ferka, we haven't, but uh, Ferka has. Ferka has. Actually, they took him prisoner and had him locked up. We broke him out. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and so at that prompting, Ferka <laughs> gives a little bit of his story. Uh, so, so, so far we have kobolds that have been mentioned. We have gnolls that have been mentioned. We have orcs, uh, bugbears, and an ogre. So five different humanoid types. I wouldn't uh, believe us either. I mean, well, I guess what Casimir, like, he's he's enumerating these various races, and he says just generally, orcs and bugbears aren't aren't uh, brushing elbows with kobolds or ogres. Uh, you don't see these races getting along. Hell, that you barely see any sort of alliance within, like, anything more than a, a single tribe of, say, the goblins or the kobolds. Well, we haven't actually seen any of them working together. We've we've encountered them all separately for the most part. They're just that's true geographically closely placed. Yeah, their ranges are overlapping. Casimir is 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 pondering this. Uh, he says, regardless, nonetheless, we're we're dealing with at least if I'm taking you at your word, and right now I'm inclined to do so. Uh, five different types of of monsters, and so you know he's. Measuring out various coins here in front of him, and he makes five stacks of ten. And he says, 50 gold here should cover the the information regarding the various the various uh, monster tribes that are in the hills." And he says, "And I guess on top of that, for for your discovery of the caves, he counts, and there's four, four of you there. He measures out an additional. Uh, five stacks of five, 25 gold pieces. He says, just for the information of finding these caves, here's 25 gold for for that information. Five to to your companion that fell, but then five again for each of you for, for that information. So all told, there's 75 gold pieces out in front. And he said, I'll take you at this, but I will tell you, if I find out that, that you're lying to me with this information, and if I don't have ears to document the, the presence of these various other uh, humanoids, uh, we will be on less than amicable terms. If I'm speaking untruths, may Payroon strike me with his thunder. <laughs> he 
That that's fair. We may we may it may be a while before we get you the, the ogre here. Where uh, there's a reason we ran away from it. <laughs> yeah, no he joke. says, but we've killed everything else. He says, I understand this. Uh, well, I think that settles. I think that settles the score to this point. So, the question is, how should we proceed? That's that's a good question. Um, I think if so, seventy five gold. Are we putting that in the uh, the community pot? Yeah, I, I think we could. We could, okay. or I mean, we could divide the community pot up if we need to start buying stuff individually. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, so let me add. I have that we have 125 gold, 203 copper, 49 silver, and 22 electrum in the community pot. Wow, you guys, that's wow. you've got a, a bankroll at this point. Yeah, so we're doing pretty good. Cool. Um, like it. So, as in terms of like buying minor items, I think we're good. As yep. in terms of buying like potions and things to keep us going longer, I I don't think we have enough to bankroll that. But. Uh, Casimir says, as far as as far as potions, if you were if you were in a bigger city further to the south, there's there's many magic users that can sur- sur- that can supply all of the necessary reagents and and alchemical needs to to put those together we're pretty limited on those but we have lots of herb lore and that said there are some some magical herbs in the area so so there are potions to be had but they are not cheap i will do what i can to to aid you in provisioning some of these potions though okay great Uh, how how long will it take to procure those, and Cas- how many how many would you be able to procure in the next two days? Well, Casimir says, "Give me a give me a day, and I need to to consult with uh, some of my other provisioners and see what our own stocks are." Uh, but in the interim, I mean, I think you at this point it seems that you're not very familiar with the goings on of our keep so i would suggest that that you do you have quite a quite a bit of money here at your disposal i would i would think that you would want to 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 leave that here perhaps with some of the banking here in the keep you need to to iron out your affairs before you strike out so if you give me 24 hours if you're not leaving today uh i would be able to to at least help you in that regard but i can't say for sure what i can get you we're yeah we're not leaving today okay this all sounds good is there any other uh information or or um stuff that we need to tell casimir here you guys feel pretty good about what we've told him okay uh do we want to i mean presumably all the native wildlife that we've killed is is known around here like the the weasel cat and the the various beetles and things casimir says uh yeah we're familiar with uh the the large insects that you mentioned uh as well as the the jatabi the the large predator that you mentioned of the hills you have to be wary of those they are poisonous he says well that's good to know yeah and the uh, the other guys have and previously encountered these critters uh so they're they're familiar with with that poisonous bite from the from the large cat uh but he he just wanted to make sure y'all were aware he said they're they're not common but they are found across the hills here Okay. Uh, so, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no. It, it an idea for later when we're done with this conversation. Okay. Uh, well, Casimir says there are a couple other 
items that I would mention that in your in your roving over the hills that I would that I would make you aware of. Uh, one is that beyond these monsters, we also know that there are some 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 human bandits that are somewhere in the north of the the environs here of the keep, and we don't know where they are. But one fellow, his name is Figs, he has. Uh, taken to himself to, to, to loot and to reeve occasionally. And much of his activities are further to the west of the keep, so it's in the direction uh, away from where y'all have been focusing your efforts. But should you come into uh, the vicinity of, of these bandits, you should, you, should, you should exercise as much uh, prejudice with them that you are using against the monsters. What do you think of that, Alois? Oh, I, I, I can kill some humans. I'm, 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 uh, didn't bother me. Yeah. Do, you, do you, do you know this guy, Figs, Alois? No, no, not yet. But I can. <laughs> we can go meet him. He said, uh, I will pay you, I will pay you handsomely for, for the head of Figs, uh, as well as, uh, the ears of his, of his various henchmen. Stamp these, sure brig- stamp these brigands out for, from from humans, just so you know that it's figs and and not like a gypsy. No, he wants he wants figs head. His he, head. Yeah, he he awesome. wants he wants that guy. He says, uh, "I knew this fellow once upon a time, and he was he was a man of the of the watch here." Hmm. What kind of jabronis are you hiring around here? Well, this this fellow was uh, was a good man once upon a time, but it seemed that he that he desired to to be able to be a bit more free with his uh, with his day to day activities. So uh, he struck out on his own, and we think that he's gathered at least a handful of the the small number of men that have that have happened to go AWOL here at the keep. Are you saying he knew what jabroni meant? <laughs> Hey, no. <laughs> uh, well, and and Casimir says I, I I really do have to get to other duties, but I but I am glad that we were able to talk this morning because this is going to occupy my mind, and I must talk with with uh, the Castellan and with with other people here at the keep because this is this is serious information here. Uh, what you've brought before us. Uh, the final thing that I'm that concerns me are the. The javelins and the the swords that you claim were of the the make found here at the keep. I'm not certain how these monsters could have gotten such a supply, given that we don't have lots of dead men where they could have stolen those weapons. So I would urge you to be attentive for any evidence of. I guess foul play or or perhaps espionage. Any 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 help from uh, the keep towards these various monsters? Keep your eyes open and your ears to the ground. Thank you for your time. Uh, can you direct us to the bank? Uh, he can. One moment. And do you want to RP this bank thing, or do you want to do you want to just say we? No, I think it's important. Okay. Like for you guys to get the the full the flavor. Yeah, well, and just to know what's here. Okay. So look for number 11. Okay. Do you guys have the map? 
Okay, that's yeah. Number, yeah, it's not far. It's just like next door. Yeah, so it's the, the, the Castellans, like savings and loan. Uh, <laughs> oh, and it's so convenient that there's a bank here, so we don't have to lug around all this gold. <laughs> and uh, is it also a check advance? It is. That's <laughs> right. 24, 24 hour, you can come on in, you can get a payday advance. You need to go to the drunk duck. That's right. Get what you need. Yeah. Just you get two hundred dollars, you pay back two hundred and fifty. So so Casimir's he's he's waving you on, and he he says, uh, "I would ask as you as you come in, talk to Bosch as far as any any uh, herbal potions that I might be able to get to you tomorrow, and you should you should interact with Bosch. It's not that I don't want to see you, and certainly I will upon your your return from your next expedition. It's just that." Uh, Bosch has my confidence, and honestly, I have other matters to attend to. Okay. Okay. So he directs you to the to the savings and loan. Uh, <laughs> you you come up, and it's it is a classic uh, uh, sort of like a couple spots where clerks could be on duty. There's only one fellow that's actually at the desk, and he is not a soldier. This guy is is kind of kind of frumpy. He's not a smarmy like, uh, hey, is anyone helping you? <laughs> he's 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 a little bit like that. He's like, hello, uh, welcome, and how can I help you today, good sir? I'm picturing this guy as though he looks like John Oliver. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, well, we we would like to open the savings account. Okay. <laughs> Please. <thank you. laughs> Do you have any CDs, perhaps? <laughs> yeah, some, something with a little some, more return? Something with a better interest rate. <laughs> he says, well, well, let me let me tell you. And he, you know, does the the steepling. He's like, let me let's 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 have a seat over here. And so he he comes around like the the front bar, like where the, the various clerk stations are at, and there's a there's a common table that you guys can sit at. And he uh, sits down, you guys do some introductions, and he said Basically, the way things work here at the keep is there's no there's no charge against actually opening up an account here so long as your money stays in place for for greater than a month. Uh, so if it's so if your if your monies are here for a month, there's there's no charges. But if your money was to be entered into an account and and, and like you were to leave tomorrow, there would be a ten percent fee. Uh, and and basically, he states that this is you know a service that they provide to to the soldiers and the various people that are permanent residents here. But there are people that travel in and out, and in that case, that's kind of how money is made here at the bank. Does that make sense? It does, but it makes me. I mean, we can't carry all this gold around because it's really yeah. heavy. I mean, when you say speaking. leave, do you mean like leave permanently or like just like? leave for the day or a couple days is, is there a minimum amount that we have to keep in this account or if we <laughs> no, there is no there is no minimum amount uh but if you were to deposit your money and leave tomorrow there would be a 10 percent fee of whatever we are holding on to okay so what if we what if we deposit 125 gold and tomorrow we need uh 70 of that Oh, he, he says, I understand. He says, in that case, so long as you maintain at least uh, 50 gold within the bank, there's going to be no I knew no there was a minimum. You said there wasn't one. <laughs> but I knew there was one. Okay. Peyrun knows. Fair enough. <laughs> what? Sorry. Peyrun knows. Pe uh, you know, I, I, can smell a, I can smell a rat. 
And so he says the the other thing that I would note is that I, I assume your your adventurers I can tell by the the cut of your jib here that you have you have various coins that you would like to exchange uh, for for any exchanges or cashing in of gems or whatnot there would be a ten uh, percent. Uh, uh, exchange fee for that, but we can convert all of your money into into the standard gold piece or even platinum pieces, should you so desire it. I love this guy, <laughs> Vladislav the Clerk. <laughs> First of his name. <laughs> First of his name. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, let's open an account. What do okay. you guys think? That way we can we can keep some each some gold on us. I guess if that makes you guys feel better, but. Fine. Uh, that keeps us from having to carry around this uh, 125 gold, 203 copper, uh, 49 silver, and 22 electrum that we have in a bag. So here's um, a, oh, sorry. When we when we deposit money too, does it convert to the highest uh, coinage? Like if we put all these copper pieces in and we we come back like does that count then is how whatever the gold conversion is? That's what he's saying. He's like for there would be a, a for any sort of conversion of like gems or lesser pieces, there would be a, uh, like, no, I'm sorry for, for gems and that sort of thing, it would be a 10%, uh, fee, like whatever the price. So it was a hundred dollar gem. He would, you would only get 90 gold into your account, right? For, for any lower denominations, he said, we'll just up, like up convert that to, to whatever gold pieces is. So this is, this is a vehicle for y'all to just quickly and easily (laughs) get everything in GPs. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, let's open, let's open an account with our community funds here. Um, cool. And I mean, I can keep any of it or all of it or some of it. I mean, we could keep like 20 out just because that seems like a reasonable amount to, in case have we have spending money in case we want lunch. Yeah. Or to like pay for a room. Well, yeah. uh, what I can tell you this also, uh, Vladislav says, I will give you, uh, an appropriate script that you can take with you and present to any of the accredited vendors, uh, here within the, uh, within the fort, within the keep. And, in doing that, you would be able to make exchanges. You would be able to make purchases with them. Uh, and it's so it. long as you have an up-to-date uh, sort of voucher that your that your credit is good, we can we can cool. operate that way, too. We get a credit card with this. Yeah. Vatislav nice. says, you uh, essentially, I'm treating you all as if you were soldiers here mm-hmm. at the keep. Uh it seems from from what you've just told me that your interactions with Casimir are are longer standing, and so I suspect that you're long term employees and and welcome to the keep. I hope that your <laughs> that your life here is a good one. He's he's making it like, hey, welcome. You're you know you're moving in. What what is the charge? Do you do you appraise items? He says no. I I don't do that. I would need to for for any sort of gems. I would have to work with. Uh, the jewel mar- merchant in town. Okay. Uh, but that's something I, I work with Oscar quite, quite often and we can do such things in, in short order, you know, within the course of a day, uh, you know, this, this isn't a, uh, 
this is a, this is a professional establishment. You can't uh, expect us just to turn gyms around overnight, uh, but but we can do it within the course of a day. Sure. Okay. Um, I ask because I have a gemstone pendant out of care. Out of yeah. Okay. This this pendant that I just jotted down, but we don't know anything about. Where did that come from? From the cobalt? Uh, session three from a knoll. There's a key and a gemstone pendant. Oh yeah, from the uh, from the 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 king of the kobolds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wrote down knoll, yeah. but it was yeah. he was a big kobold. Yeah, okay. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> the kobold king. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> uh, I don't want to hand that over just yet, but uh, um, just so we know, I'm I'm keeping like I have twelve gold that's just mine left over from beginning of the game. Um, but I'm going to give our entire party fund over to the the bank. That's fine. I've got eight gold on me for mine, so that's enough for now. Yeah, and we'll have this voucher too. So if we really need to make a purchase, we can we can do that. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, I'll, I'll sign all the requisite paperwork, I guess. <laughs> well, you you dump out your money bags. You've you've got your various coin purses that are that are quite heavy with with a lot of smaller gems and denominations so so uh what did i say his name was vladislav vladislav he 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 takes some time counting he breaks out the abacus he does some some numbers and uh i guess what i would ask is just one of y'all be the official banker for the group uh for the common fund and so long as you maintain it over 50 and so long as you talk with vladislav uh, every time you visit the keep, you're going to be like, that's fine. Like that's good standing. Do you guys want me to do this since I have it written down in front of me? Yes, please. You're a priest. Okay. Yeah. If you don't mind, I'm, a, I, I'm not cla- sure anybody would trust me with it. So no, <laughs> uh, I'm too no. dumb. I'm a logger. <laughs> dur, dur. Loggers are smart, dude. <laughs> derp, derp. <laughs> so, uh, Vladislav says if you're if you're interested in that pendant, you should go visit Oscar, uh, and he could uh, appraise that and then bring bring a script from him that has the appropriate documentation. And I would honor that. I'm gonna wait on that. Okay. I'm gonna wait on that. He tells you that uh, that Oscar lives in one of the private rooms on the south end of the keep, and so he points it out. So whenever you would be ready to do that, you've got that information. Okay. I'm going to figure out how much we have. Okay. While uh, while we continue here. So while we continue, is there any kind of library? I don't. I don't, we don't have the like what these numbers mean. So. Uh yeah. So so you're asking that to Vladislav. I would I would assume. Uh, sure. He says, well, there are a number of learned men that you could talk to that I'm sure have have some sort of library. He said, we have uh, the curate uh, who is our our uh, our high priest within within the keep here, and he's at the chapel, so that would be number seventeen on the on the map, but that's where curate von Wartenberg uh, resides, and he uh, he would be someone that would have holy books and those types of histories of the keep. Uh, on top of that, there's another uh, priest that's actually been in town for quite some time. His name's Father Zlokovic, uh, and he uh, he is uh, here and and collecting materials for a book that he's writing. So he might be another 
another resource. And then finally, and this is probably the person that's the most learned, the actual advisor of the Castellan and the Scribe, those two fellows reside within the Central Towers. And there's, of course, uh, very... Uh, suitable libraries for the scribe Kaninchkin and the advisor who's uh, an elf named Lalarian. So there, there is no library where you would bust in with a library card, but there are lots of academically inclined learned men here in the keep that have uh, uh, various tomes. Okay. If my calculations are correct, I we are depositing 143 gold. Okay, cool. Good for y'all. Getting paid. <laughs> so banking's done now. Banking is completed. Well, uh, I appreciate your business, sirs. I welcome you to the keep. And if you are in need of any information about where you could perhaps spend these funds here at the keep, don't hesitate to ask. I'm, I'm here to assist you. I, I, I grunt at him <laughs> as I leave. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you guys know, I mean, there's there's the functioning military aspect of the keep. There's uh, a guild house where you have various businessmen that come in and out of the, the activities here at this small village. There's, like, a local inn uh, tavern that you guys are well acquainted with. There's uh, an armor smithy that you've, that you've at least had a passing introduction to, uh... And those are the main components. The interior of the keep is something that you don't really know about, but clearly that's kind of off limits to the everyday folks. I think we'll, I think we'll explore it as, as needed. Okay. So at this point, if you guys, it's about lunchtime. I don't know if you want to go back to the tavern and grab a bite, but uh, we can we can move through this as quickly as you want. If you just want to say that we're done for the day and, and get some drinks and call it a day, or if you want to role play and explore around the keep too, we can do that. Um, my intention is to in the in the morning pray for spells again, and one of in this edition, surprisingly enough. Uh, detect magic is a cleric spell. Cool. Um, so that'll be one that I memorize. Nice. Um, to see if this necklace is more than it seems. Okay. But that's it for me. What are you guys looking to do? Can I ask for your blessing? Um, what do you mean? Oh, if you want you want <laughs> you were blessed. Thanks. <laughs> no, I guess I don't. Ha- I don't really have a any, anything to do. So, so, so at this point, you guys are gonna gonna retire to the tavern. The night passes uneventfully. Uh, you're beginning to put names with faces. Just the the common men that that seem to be really kind of like locals there in the tavern. You're you're seeing some recurring faces night to night. These might be the guys that have a little bit of a problem. Uh, but you're <laughs> you know they're they're good spirits and they're they're good people. So you're you spend another night there. The next morning that you guys uh, wake up, you're able to find Bosch and and he said, oh please uh, let's let's go back to my back to my uh, table. I have some, some items for you. And he presents uh, four 
vials, and he says these are uh, potions of healing and and will do you well uh, in your adventuring. The Casimir, uh, uh, the captain, will not be able to supply you with this every time you report back. This is actually, I'm, I'm really surprised that he's <laughs> that he's parted with this many because these are in short supply. What a, he said that that they're made from some kind of magical herb. Is there is there something that we should be looking out for while we're out there? Maybe we can bring some back and help offset the cost of making them. Like in Skyrim. Yeah, yeah exactly. Said, uh, go, go gather some herbs. Yeah. Uh, Bosch says, yeah, that, that's something that, that, that I wanted to mention to you. So just one second here. Bosch said there's, there's a couple different uh, herbs that you, should, that you should keep your eyes out for. He, he looks at you and says, are you familiar with the, uh, with the, the herbs and the, the flowers of this land? I look at Furka. Furka says, I, I certainly am. And he names a handful of, of various herbs. One's called Gamring, uh, and another one is uh, Will Slain and Quarst and uh, various various herbs to keep keep your eye out for. There's about a half dozen of of herbs that are that are mentioned that uh, that if you would bring them back, they would they would certainly be useful for potion manufacturing. Is Furka familiar with all of them? Uh, he says I recognize those, uh, and he he mentions the the appropriate flowers and 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 leaf patterns and and Bosch says that sounds about right. I'm not I'm not an herbalist, but I think that would I think if you were on the lookout for those that would be good. Uh so you guys know and and as you're traveling Furka says I can I can teach these these plants to you as we encounter them. Local knowledge. I like it. <laughs> Natural uh, history. Well, I wonder if there's a local herb book that we can purchase at some point to learn the rest of them. Uh, Bosch said you would probably want to talk with uh, Father's Loklevec, the 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 writer. He's he's putting together a number of of various books. It seems this fellow is writing books on everything. Bosch kind of mm-hmm. rolls his eyes at that, but but he uh, fancies himself a bit of a naturalist as well as a, a man of the cloth. So so he he would perhaps be able to tell you about. Appropriate appropriate herbs to keep your eyes out for beyond the ones that I've mentioned here. And so he has four potions, essentially one for each of you. So if you want to divvy those up across uh, sheets, you can do that however you all nice. want. Okay. Uh, and he said, uh, Casimir, uh, the captain, requested to me that that you should bring evidence of the the various monsters that you've slayed previously. And he said uh, he would like to have you uh, prove your worth before he commits any of his own men to an expedition just yet. So uh, upon your your successful return with with more information and more ears, uh, perhaps that that squad of of soldiers will be yours to deal with the ogre. Okay. That sounds great. But that's, cool. I mean, we have some direction. Right, Yodas? Huzzah! Revenge? 
Revenge for our fallen friend. Death to the monsters. Death to the monsters. Quests abound. So you guys are are there at the gates at first light. You strike out to the east with the sun in your eyes. Uh, and this is a good place to break. So when we pick up, you guys are, are fresh out on a new expedition and have a lot more information and, and some goals. 